Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Must see WWE talk show in history. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed Retro. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid. And everybody say, March 31st, 1985. A night where one man's vision gave rise to a worldwide phenomenon. It has been called the greatest WrestleMania of all time. It has been dubbed that the greatest WWE pay-per-view of all time. Well, we're going to be here today to discuss this quote-unquote greatest pay-per-view, greatest WrestleMania of all time. I'm talking about WrestleMania X7. Now, there's been kind of debate. Do you call it 17? Do you call it X7? Because you call it 18, not X8. But it's something about X7 that people just, they don't want to disrespect it for some reason, I'm guessing. And I can see why. So with me today, I I am your host, Mr. A&D, and I have right to, next to me uh, the lunatic fringe, J.D. Moxie. What's going on, guys? It's the greatest one of all time. And I have uh, cross with me from the Soul Trek Enterprise Quattro. Grandmaster Sexy. Was not on this show. <laughs> Didn't make the cut. <laughs> okay. Didn't make the cut. Did not make the cut to get this WrestleMania payday. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. And also in the background, who may be chiming in, Q Flow Flow the Rookie. What's going on, y'all? So, guys, this has been called the greatest WrestleMania of all time. And, you know, we're going to be actually sit here and we're actually going to, to see if that's necessarily true or not. Because there are some debates of some other ones that come up to it also. Yeah, I mean, I remember Mid-Cena was crazy. <laughs> we're not talking about 27. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about 27. But, no. there, but there are about two of them that do come very close to this that this have been debating back and forth. So, 
Why not get into it? We're not going to the pre-show. I don't remember who's on the national anthem. I don't. But we're going into the first match, uh, the opening match, for the Intercontinental Championship. Chris Jericho versus William Regal. Chris Jericho has been getting on Commissioner Regal's nerves for the past couple of weeks. He's even peeing in his tea. Talk about a technical yes. match, man. Yeah. So, Regal and Jericho get about seven minutes to start off. Uh... Nice little back and forth action. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Jericho is a champion. Regal does not capture the kind of championship. Uh, he hits the lion salt, pins up to win. One, two, three, seven minutes. Uh, decent opening match. What did you guys think of the opening match? I liked it. It was actually pretty good. Like technical going back and forth, and then I like. I will say, when Regal does them suplexes and stuff off the top rope, them joints be looking smooth. They do. Regal's very underrated in his day. Regal's I was, a veteran. I was getting ready to say Regal is such a veteran. Yeah. And he get... He like, gets no props. Every, he don't get no props for the fans, but everybody in the back respects him so highly. Like, he... He was the man, for real, for real. Like, if you go back and watch all his old matches, just like Marty said, all his moves are smooth. They're on cue. He's a professional. He can sell. Yeah. Like, he is an all-around good wrestler. Definitely Hall of Fame candidate for the future. Oh, definitely. Right I agree. So, uh, great way to open up the show, you guys think? It had to go. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially that time, Chris Jericho. Oh, man. Yeah. Asshole Chris Jericho was everything. <laughs> God, I love he, asshole Chris Jericho. Is he not an asshole now? Yes. Hey. But don't even put you on the list. Before we continue, yes. before we continue for, for WrestleMania X7, can we can we all agree that pretty much the matches they had, had actually the, uh, the video packages were... Awesome. Yeah, one time I actually like Limp Biscuit. Fred Durst, yeah. Oh, you ain't like Rollin'? I like Rollin' and I like My Way. My favorite band, by the way. And then I, I, I don't like them like that. What? Are you serious? Yes. yes. Okay. I'm serious. As a music artist, how do you feel about this? <laughs> <laughs> Limp Biscuit's trash. Hey. Those trash. are the most hated list of people who watch Bojo. Watch that at 5 in the morning. <laughs> so. My man, my man got Limp Biscuit over people like Hove. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm just saying in that genre. Right, that's all. You didn't say that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Next matchup. Let's keep going. We have a six-man tag, Check which is Taz <laughs> and the APA. The APA. With Jacqueline first defeated, or excuse me, I was to say versus, well, you already know they defeated, <laughs> the right to censor, which was God, the good father, Woo! Val Venus and Bull Bucket Die. A.K.A. Bull Cannon. <laughs> don't, don't ask why I said it. With, with White Sox, Stevie Richards. So, um, you guys' I, thoughts on the six-man... Can I tell you how much I like right to censor as a team? Talk about the... Th- <laughs> I actually enjoyed that group. I the liked lo- it, too. We're in the love of what the attitude era at this point, right? Attitude, yeah. getting close to the root of this aggression era. And they developed a tag team completely against everything they stand for. Yes. So good. Their asshole tactics are so, especially when they had Ivory too. Come yes. on. I enjoyed the right. Oh, center. I, I enjoyed the right center more than I enjoyed Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got. I got. <laughs> okay. So, uh, sorry. What's your thoughts on the six man tag match? I like Red Sensor's chemistry in the match a lot. Yeah. Like they really work good together. Mm-hmm. And for me, I mean, granted, before that you saw them together, mm-hmm. but you would never see them really work together. Mm-hmm. And also, I like how it propels Stevie Richards into that leadership role that he had back at ECW, mm-hmm. like more I, than more than the BWO. As yeah, mm-hmm. just the man, Stevie Richards. 
Right. So just seeing them together, I mean, Taz and APA just put a team of they just people threw, that, people don't care together. together and just <laughs> go ahead, kill them. <laughs> that's more. That's what happened. That's exactly. That is. I mean, come on. Taz misses clotheslines everywhere in that match. Taz, how many people got Taz plexes in that match? Count the Taz plexes. <laughs> Taz plex city. I will yes. in a minute. Uh, Moxie, go ahead. I was going to say, um, pretty much what Quattro was saying. It was the chemistry between the right to censor was always you can tell it is good there. But I will say that clothesline from hell was fucking vicious. I loved it. Every time JBO hits that, wasn't it Stevie they caught? Called no, no, good five, good, good five. He sold the hell out of that because he did a full rotation. Mm. There's a full rotation. Like he, like he, like he, the Jimmy, like stiff took him down. However, um, I thought this was probably the worst match on the card. Taz, because of the card. No, what? No, yeah. no, because Taz looked was ass in this match. This he is didn't what, really do anything. Th- this is what Taz was like. It's time for you to retire. Cause he, he he was sloppy. He was going. He was fumbling into the ring rope. He had to hurry up and tag out at the APA. Do all the work in there. He really. That's what I said. There was a tag flex in this match. Yeah, he really do nothing. This this one Taz was wearing the whole tracksuit looking thing. Yeah, Taz is way past his prime right now. So I mean, this one this one was a little sloppy. It only went by four minutes. So I mean, it, 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 this into in today's WrestleMania. This is a pre-show match. If he even gets on the card. All right. But you know what? We are going to actually bring up something because a match that shouldn't have been good actually turned out to be pretty good. Well, a 10 minutes of action. I love Raven it. defends his hardcore championship against Kane and the Big Show. Yo, that hardcore That's match. That's a name I ain't here in a long yeah. time. That was awesome. Now, I like I said, I am a, uh, I am a fan of hardcore matches. Uh... If they're are used you? right, all right. If they're, <laughs> used, if they're used right, I don't like. I don't just like putting people in a hardcore match. You don't like a lot of spots, in. just like a lot of random spots. No, I don't mind. I don't mind the spot monkeys too much. If it, if you know, if it requires that, mm-hmm. but also like a good hardcore match to tell a good story. Mm-hmm. I don't just like you know spot after spot after spot after spot after spot to the point where it's like you kicking out of all that shit. And I, I don't like that kind of stuff. Right. But um, this match barely even hits the ring. <laughs> yeah, literally, Raven and the Big Show just attack each other, and then Kane comes from the top rope and then knocks down the Big Show. And Raven, Raven tries to escape through the back, and then that's where the action really starts. Yeah, it went awesome. Uh, Talk about a backstage brawl, huh? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The, the, they start wrestling, all going up the aisle. Kane takes a a, a scoop slam on on a, a pallet, not pallet. Uh, you know, no, it was, it was it was a, a pallet. Yeah, on the wood pallets. Yeah. And for anybody who actually like lift one of those before or seen one of them, those is heavy. Yes, and, they are. And those <laughs> like that's, that's like a million splinters in your ass as soon as you fall on that thing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Big Show knocks Raven to the snap, <laughs> and then there was a good spider. Big Show tries to take the referee and Raven lock him in this room. Uh, there's this gate and so that's obviously like, you know all this hardware stuff. I think this is gonna like mow the lawn around the Houston Dome. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying afterwards, I don't know why there's hoses and wheelbarrows and that shit in there. I don't know why Russell maybe needs that, but they're in that room. Kane rips off the door. Great 1997, 1997 Hell in a Cell moment there. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> and he rips open the door, and then uh, <laughs> Raven tries to choke him with the garden hose. Kane pushes Raven back through the door, and with that same garden hose. Raven, we haven't really seen spots like this as Mario Gennady at the barbershop. But Kane throws Raven through this glass window 
and it was probably a six spot. <laughs> and all you hear is Raven with the, like the slow after with like, ah. It's like, like that shit probably really hurt. Because that whole window broke. <laughs> now, it wasn't like a hole in the window. It was, it was like the whole the window. The window just shattered. How often do things shatter into I mean, the mini people? Oh. Right, right. The little, the little square little pieces. Like like when you pin. break a car glass? Yes. 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 God, I, I don't even got a word for it. It was yes. like... I heard that Flo that's probably I think you gotta look look up on YouTube because uh, YouTube because she looked it up so then Big Show comes at the YouTube you know say hey Uh, Big Show comes and then him and Kane try to choke each other and then they literally go through the door he actually knocks Kane through the door they try to choke each other on the floor then they fight and go through go through the uh, the drywall yes it's just like Godzilla and King Kong battling all over the place yes and to the point it's just like if Raven tries to run he tries to get away. Use a golf cart. That was the funniest thing. That yeah. was innovative. That was funniest shit. It was. They, they was actually supposed to go around the whole arena, but uh, Raven lost control of the golf cart and actually went onto the side. But oh, go ahead. As, go ahead. I'll let you say this. But I'm gonna say Ooh. this as a side note. I would just say, but Kane goes and grabs Raven. And he drives around. I was like, damn, I know Kane we can drive a golf cart like that. <laughs> and then uh, hits That's Raven. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hits Raven. And then what was you gonna add to that? As a side note, but did y'all notice that? Did y'all know that um, when Raven actually drove the cart, and uh, he actually almost knocked that knocked out the entire power for WrestleMania, he almost they said that. Yeah, no, no. I seen that well culture video. I yeah, said yeah. Shout so. out to them. Yeah, the most fat, ten fascinating facts about WrestleMania uh, X Seven. I should probably put that in the uh, description below. But then um, we still are still backstage. We we haven't even got uh, to the ring yet. So now we finally go into the, the stage part. Thank you. We finally go into the stage part, and uh, Kane, Big Show's about to toss uh, Raven off the stage. Kane gives a big boot, and they fall into like this cubby area where all this smoke just come out. Kane drops an elbow. People think he dropped a leg. He dropped an elbow onto uh, the Big Show. Pins- was an elbow? It was an elbow. It looked, it looked like a leg. It looked like a leg. It looked like a leg. I kept saying a leg, but he drops an elbow on Kane. I mean, on Big Show. Tired as hell. <laughs> he, he he pins Big Yo, Show. You know it was crazy because I'm looking at results and even this says a leg drop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you said, a leg drop. It, it was real, if you look at it, it's an elbow. But um, he Kane is now the new hardcore champion. Match better than I thought it was. Your thoughts on the match, guys? I think we just said it. Well, <laughs> yeah. I just I just watched the video of Kane throwing. Raven, he like whipped them. He didn't even like take them, you know, hold them by the head or whatever. Yeah, he whipped them with them and just slung them through like a, like a slingshot. No, that hurt because he that, nah, that, yeah, nah, that, 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 that delay scream. <laughs> that delay scream was all like, you heard. Uh, <laughs> like you just knocked, like you hit the chest. Yeah. Oh, all the air just come out. Now, um, okay, so now next match we get a uh, singles match for the WWF European Championship. Eddie Guerrero with Perry Saturn versus Tess, who is the European champion. Everybody in this match is fucked up or dead, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's just that's the truth, though. So um, Eddie Guerrero, Tess. Uh, you know Eddie Guerrero. They only got about eight minutes to work. I like Tess growing up. Mm. I like the steam. I, I said I, yeah. I like the, I like the theme. Well, and the big boot too. The thing about I was about to say that because of Tess, we have the boot of the week. Yes, which was Tess every damn week growing up. <laughs> yes, yeah. Shit, I love lugs. 
I didn't like it when he Buzz. became. <laughs> I, I like, heard about this boot of the week thing too. Yeah, from I, what culture? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't like. Ah. I never liked the the, the new test from two thousand three. Mm. We just Stacy Keebler. I got the old test with, with, with long pants. Right, long the cross t- on the chest. Yeah, something like that. That's the, that's the test I remember. Yeah, yeah. Lawson ain't the test from New ECW. Yeah. Mm. Not at all. Speak on that. So, uh, Perry Saturn makes a distraction for Tess. Eddie Guerrero uh, beats Tess with that roll up. And Eddie, no, no, no. It wasn't a roll up? It what wasn't was a roll up, no. What was it? He, um, not, he knocked him out with the championship belt. That's and what, okay. Demon Link, um, Demon Link, oh, he pulled, he pulled, um, Tess out of, out of the uh, ring as he pretty much he knocked out Eddie with the uh, kick. Okay. And then that's when uh, Perry threw the belt and uh, Eddie knocked his ass out got the one, two, three. Okay. You're actually right on that one. And Eddie Guerrero is now the new cha- uh, European champion. Your thoughts on the match? Do y'all miss the European championship? Yes and no. Yeah. Wait, isn't it back though? No. No, no, no. That's the UK championship now. Oh. Okay. So, yes. <laughs> that was... I mean, it was a great undercard, midcard title, if that makes it. any sense in the world. Mm-hmm. But it all depends on who held it. Yeah, like, like when, man, the greatest no, no, no. champion when all time. When William Regal held it, that made sense. I don't know, like, when Xbox had it, second greatest European champion no. of all time. No, the what? greatest European champion of all time was Dino Brown. He got the greatest neck <laughs> movement of all time. Dino <laughs> <laughs> Brown's underrated, and then British Bulldog was the second shoulder. greatest European champion of all time. Yes. It's all good. So, y- 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 y'all thoughts on the match? It was... I don't remember it as much as, as other matches, so mm. I don't got much to say about it. Honestly, I didn't I didn't really care for the match like that much because at that time, I didn't really... I like, Honestly, I'm going to be honest. I actually, I used to fast forward past that match. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. Okay. It was a throwaway match for me. Throwaway match. So, uh, moving on, we get backstage of Kurt Angle and Edge and Christian. And, you know, uh, Kurt Angle is mad that he's been wild man tapping the crosses, but it wasn't an official match. And it wasn't an official rush for free, so it doesn't count, right? So Kurt Angle had to prove himself that he can beat Chris Benoit. So we get a one-on-one pure wrestling match between Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit. Good old wrestling right there. And this is a good old one-on-one technical wrestling match between these two. And I have to say, it was a great match. It was. I enjoyed the great match. Uh, can we go okay. ahead? No, you go no, ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna say, can we just say that when when Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit, you knew that you was always gonna, you knew you was gonna get your money's worth no matter what, no matter what. Every time they went, went against each other, I feel like you, certain people oh, get in the ring and you know the chemistry is gonna be there yeah. and the ring work is just gonna show. I said the same thing for Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho. Yeah, they, they, just, they, they had just battles had with each other. Just give me my Kurt Angle Bret Hart. That's all I wanted in life. I never got it. And you know, well, I never will. I get on 2K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop saying. It ain't. 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 It that's why when he come back, I don't want to feud with none of the old people from the TNA. Feud with people that ain't, he ain't touched yet. What? Like Baron Corbin? No, like Seth Rollins. That would be awesome. Like Roman Reigns, like Rusev. I want to see shit like that. Dolph want, Ziggler. Listen, I want your Olympians idea to come through. Thank you. I thank you. Cause I, I mean, want my Olympian hey, stable. Let's let's get back on topic. That, Cause yeah. it's about to turn into a who did it yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's. <laughs> I agree. I got but something so, to say. I like but that. 
Chris Rock goes to dive and hit, but misses Kurt Angle rolls on for leverage, right? Um, no, he he actually Chris Rock he actually he hit the diving head, but but um I think Kurt Angle I think he low blowed him and then did a roll up and pulled the tights. That's okay, it. it said Benoit tried to pin Angle after a headbutt, but was met with a two count, and then he rolled up and used the tights for leverage to win. Okay, so, okay, something. So Kurt Angle beats Chris Benoit in a pure wrestling match. Your thoughts on the? Uh, he cheated. It was a good match. Oh, yeah, it was a good match. Though. Okay. <laughs> it was a good match with a bad finish. He's using his one of his three eyes, okay? Intelligence. But it was still a good match with a bad finish. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll put it down. Bad finish. Your thoughts? It was a good match overall. I just wished it. I wished it, well, not, not with the cheating pinfall. I'd have, I'd have been cool with it being ended as a submission because you got two of the greatest submission submission wrestlers. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you talk about at people. That, at that time. You talk about people in their career, especially at that time, they ain't about to tap. Mm. I feel like we can almost count on one hand how many people have tapped Kurt Angle. Good point. Really because, you know, he is the GOAT. So, yeah. speaking of... Uh, sure, you, 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 talk about, you talk about bad matches. Next up is for the Women's Championship. Woo! China versus Ivory. Mm-hmm. This is obviously mm-hmm. sent back from the World War when she's going for the handspring and she hurt her neck. And this is right to Santa Ivory, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I, right to Santa Ivory. I'm just not a fan of Ivory. Period. So, uh, China comes out, and this is probably the best China ever looked. Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, had a little, you know, exploding gun, and then comes down, and it's a squash. She squashes Ivory in like two minutes. Yeah, she really. I I remember this one. Yeah. I just the remember builder. tossing the hell out of. Ivory, and she beat her with, like, what was it like a power bomb? No, no, a press slam. military press slam. And then she even, she really just literally laid Rolled back like on this, her, like it wasn't nothing. She was like, I don't care. So, well, I, I do, I will say the video, the video package for her, I didn't care for the it was match. Longer than the match? Yes. Damn near. Yes. <laughs> I can sold the shit out of that power driver, though. When she took that power driver from the yeah. like, That shit looked for real. Cause she fucking bounced up. She did one of the RVD bounces. Remember how? You remember how yeah. he would take the power driver and he would bounce his head off the damn ring? Well, this is another chapter in one of the worst storylines that was ever in the World Wrestling Federation. But we're going to a father versus son match. Shane McMahon Woo-hoo. versus Vince McMahon with special guest referee McFoley. The match obviously. Vince McMahon has bought WCW. Yay! And Shane McMahon has bought uh, WCW from under his father. Storyline. Oh, make WCW good. Please, you don't even know when it was good. Yeah, I ain't watching. Okay, then we have now we have the match at WrestleMania, which was originally supposed to be McFoley, but he uh, turned it down. I think. Yeah, yeah, he turned it down, which he probably regrets it. He should have did. But there, this whole time, Vince has Linda in a comatose state. He's making out with Trish Stratus. She slapped him. That's the match where she got up and slapped him. Yeah, but before then, no, uh, Trish slapped him. No, then Linda get up. Yeah, she kicked him in the nuts. We, we, we don't get to that part. We, right. Too late. We already kind of got to it. But right. I'm just saying that uh, Trish was making out with Vince McMahon doing all types of. First of all, honestly, Trish Stratus in 2001. I'm just my God. You know. <laughs> yes, Lord. I'm about to say, yeah. Uh, the things I was like, you, oh, Canada. <laughs> The day she was doing so old man, I was just like, wow, you really want to go places. Word. <laughs> 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 I 
It worked. Do you about a decade? I'm, about to, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying, but damn, it's like, you, it's like do, do, do I want to be all this and stick my tongue down with man's throat? Yeah. That's what happened. You'll get I your don't check. want check day. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do some things. <laughs> and just but day. Man, I'm just playing. Yeah, man. Okay, yes. man be like, yo, show, yo, come to work in a clown outfit. I'll be in there with the nose and everything. Womp, womp. Let me get my check. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... So the match starts off uh, as expected, you know. Shane slash Vince, you know they get the, they get like the fight, the and it, it, right now it's just really just um, <laughs> terrible fighting. The WCW guys are sitting up there in the booth. Thanks, to, uh, shout out to WCW guys. They yep. really all sucked. All five of them. Six. Lance Storm's up there. Yeah, yeah, they all sucked. Keep oh, for a minute. Look. Sean Stasiak, Chavo Guerrero, they weren't on the level of selling anything. R- r- good wrestlers, yeah, but yeah. A- as a character, they all sucked. What, Kerwin White? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Shane gets a couple of hard shots out to me. Vince, yeah. and then he lays him across the announce table to do, his, to do his leap of oh, faith God. elbow drop from the top rope to the announce table. And then Stephanie pulls him out the way. By the way, shout out to the whole Dad's little girl uh, outfit she had on. Shane misses. Talk about that outfit, man. Then Trish brings down Linda McMahon and has her to sit there and watch. Oh, Vince calls her a bitch. Like, wow. To your wife. He starts beating up Shane with the trash cans. And then he sits Linda up in the corner. Says, you're going to watch this. Turns around. Linda stands up. I mean, the crowd explodes yes. when Linda stands up. Yep. JR, he sold that moment too. She kicked with She's hop. Kicked kick uh hop, Vince hop, in the balls. And then we get the birth of the best coast to coast Shane has ever done in his career. And that's when he put the trash can right there Vince. He ate all that Woo! trash can. Oh man. Talk that yo <laughs> yeah. at that moment I knew I would always be a Shane McMahon fan, and then he would always be my favorite wrestler. Because <laughs> he ate all that trash can. Both feet. That John was in the pro until like last year. Exactly. <laughs> but that's the best Shane ever did it, though. So worth it, though. It was Because uh, other than that, it was like the one you did WrestleMania 32. But he can still do it, which is good. No, he did. In WrestleMania 32, he barely even hit the trash can. You jumped that far? This ain't about me. Cause I can't <laughs> jump that far. Shane obviously can't jump. When he tried to jump next, last time he tried to do the coast to coast to Roman Reigns uh, in Survivor Series, he got knocked out. Well, literally. literally. Well, he'll do it this year. Oh, Two AJ? more weeks to a coast to coast. Two more weeks to a coast to coast. AJ gonna turn into a pit. He may just fall off the. We gonna do coast to coast to a sound clash. I was just about to say the most amazing thing in the world. So we can all give That would be decent. So Shay pins his father. I will call y'all that night. <laughs> I know, right? Pins his father in the street fight. So your thoughts on the street fight match? I wanted to see the coast to coast. <laughs> yeah, he Keith Flow over here. He looking up the highlights. I, I just wanted to see because he said it was the best one. It was. I had to see. Dude. He got in all was, the trash can. And you yo, felt that air still happens in slow motion. It does. He's just like he can fly. Like it hurt. Rob yeah. Van Dam trading him in everything he's doing. Obviously, Shane watched ECW growing up. Not really. He, he tried to make a side. He tried to make a side business of it. Didn't work. Look. Let it die. No. And let it die. It will live forever in my heart and my mind. It's the only one that matters. So, did you like the match? Yes. Without a doubt. Would you be advised that Shane Man was in there? Yes. 
Without a doubt. Gosh, Shane Man is the, sometimes the worst. He, 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 Wrong! Without a doubt! No, so Shane Man can sometimes put on some good matches, but I'm just saying. It depends on who he's working with. The King of the Ring match well, later on that year was a lot better. Yeah. The Ambulance match with Kane. I don't like Ambulance mm. matches. The one where he fought. Eric Bischoff? No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, no. What we just said. No. I just want to see what she was going to no. say. The one where he fought Steve Blackman just took the hell out of Oh, shot. man. That he oh. To be honest with you, if he did not fall from top of the try that match would have been below average. Yes. If what? he did not take that big spot, it would have been below average. He what about Backlash versus um, Big Show? Huh? What about Backlash versus Big Show? That's when, he, when, he jumped, when he jumped off the uh, type? Yeah, I'm just saying, if it wasn't big for that, too. All that. It's the thing. All of it. Most things with Shane Man matches is if you don't if you don't do a big, big spot in there, Sometimes it, it's hard to really find a good Shane McMahon match where he doesn't take a big spot. The Kurt Angle one was good. The one with Randy Orton was decent. He took a big spot in the Kurt Angle one. No, I'm not talking. He didn't jump off no tight. He didn't jump off nothing. Yeah, but no, the way he, he got put took- through that glass, I mean, no, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, without him taking a big risk of jumping, those oh, matches. Of jumping. Of jumping. Okay. okay. Because okay. The, he's all, he only had some of the. De- like, the one with the Big Show was all right because Big Show wasn't even that great at that time. Eric Bischoff was terrible. Mm-hmm. He had a good match against Tess. Lover Lever? Yeah. No, it was really not that great. Of a match. He got his mm-hmm. ass whooped the whole match. Me and Street Posse did all the work, and the only <laughs> the only spot he had was jumping off the ring until t- and that's the first time anybody did that. If Jade ain't jumping off anything, the match is average to below average at best. Mm-hmm. The only match that he actually went in was actually good when he didn't jump off anything. Was the one with Kurt Angle in the street fight? Was the one with Randy Orton in two thousand nine? And the one where he had with Kane in the last minute standing, which he actually did jump off the Titan try, but he still had to do that. Missed. What about the one he had with Shawn Michaels that night on Raw? That was no, but Saturday, was that, um, Saturday night. Oh, that was Saturday night made event. That was yeah, good was too. Okay, that was good too. He didn't jump off anything. He took a damn. That he's so shy. Suplex though. But sitting there with this, everybody probably wouldn't remember the Undertaker Hell in the Cell match if he didn't jump off the Hell in the Cell and missed. And that's all Shane's going to do is miss. The, Shane is not going to connect him from that high unless it's somebody that big that could take that hit. Other than the Big Show, Kane like I ain't taking that. Undertaker said I'm not gonna take that. I'll blame him. See, Black but I oh, he ain't gonna take. It. He gonna fall back, and AJ I'll do that, bro. Coast to coast. Say what? AJ taking a coast to coast. Yeah, it's not gonna be a good one. Uh, you don't think so? You see the one with Undertaker? The coast to coast he did with Undertaker. He barely hit the trash can. It's been a year for him to practice. No, that was the steps. No, he did with the tra- he had a trash can on Undertaker, and he went coast to coast in the hell in the cell. And there's like the one foot caught it, and the other one was just like just lay on the mat, kind of like it wasn't even an even two feet. I'm about to watch that again. Yeah, trust me. I gotta watch it again. Everybody had to sell it like like it hurt. It did not hurt, but that's cool. But they're professionals. You try that. Look, look, see, that's, that's everybody's gonna be go to answer with when when you, you you're critical <laughs> about something. Well, why don't you go do it? Nobody in this room can do the shit shaving man do. I got it. Don't mean I, we review it. We can be critical about it. I can do his dance. Say so what? My son can do his dance. <laughs> Co- on, coming up next is we no, have T L C two, Edge and Christian versus the Dudley Boys versus is the it, Hardy Boys. The question is: Is it better than T L C one? Yeah, Ooh. yeah, it is. Hands down. Hands down. They had Lita in this one. They had Rhino in this one. They had Spike Dudley in this one. Taking those spots, I enjoy, uh Lita, man, didn't mm. she get Gord out of her life? 
She got no. She hit. She got a three D. She got three D. She got something real bad. She got three D. She she hit the shit out of Spike Dudley with I that chair. I was getting ready to say that she got three D. Yeah, yeah. Lita got 3D. Oh, my God. Lita got 3D. Lita's brother was real bad. I was like, Bye, God. Oh! Spike got but shit knocked out of him with the chair. This, this, is the, this is the reason why I say that uh, this one was better than the first one. Because we all remember that spear that Jeff Hardy has took in from like 20 feet in the air. Yeah. Yes. And it knocked the edge out. I don't know how Edge's arm didn't break. I, I, I watched his arm hit that ground many a times. Yeah. His arm should shatter. I agree. And it was such perfectly timed and everything. Uh, if Jeff, can you imagine if Jeff didn't let go? <laughs> Could you imagine if Jeff let go with his legs so caught on the ladder? Man, he'd have been done. It'd have been like more combat fatality. His Pretty legs would have been led and his torso would have been on the ground. Exactly. Uh, Bubba Ray more bled than an Eminem match. Bubba Ray and, and, Bubba Ray and Matt Hardy both take the... Uh, Take take the four table spot on the outside. Yo, they went through so many <laughs> tables. Yes, that's just too many tables at that point. Like, we we have a uh, Spike Dudley who's who gives Christian the Dudley dog through the table on the outside. I thought it was decent. We had Leah do the leader Karana to Rhino. Rhino gores Matt Hardy through a table. Yeah, it was a so, it was a so many. It was it was nine people in that match and it didn't feel crowded to me because it was like it was basically you had the main guys Hardys Edge and Christian and Dudleys you had them as the as the main guys and then you had their representatives like their side like their side guys like you had like Spike Dudleys he interferes Lita Hardys interferes Rhino Edge and Christian interferes so pretty much it it was it was like you said it wasn't overcrowded it was just right. So Edge and Christian use Rhino to help them climb up the ladder and retain the tech. No, no, they won. They won because the but the Dudley Boys were champions at the yes. time, and Edge and Christian won the tag team championships. Your thoughts on the match? And do you think it was better than the, than the first one? And was it better than the triangle ladder match you had the year before? Mm. It sounded like it was a lot of spots in this match. You gotta watch it. It was. I'm gonna watch it. I'm I'm watch it. I'm a lot of this is worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. Come on, Jeff oh, tried to shucks. try to try to walk the table with ladders. He, he almost did too, but he mm. he man, imagine if he'd have fell. Like if he legit fell, mm. he'd have been he'd have been dead. I'm sorry. So go on. Any any chance to It's hard. Because the first match just changed everything. And I don't want to say the second match was, but it's like No Mercy WrestleMania in 2000. Wrestle 2 May in 2000 was such an amazing game. But No Mercy is great because it merely just approved upon WrestleMania 2000. So it's hard to say that that's not better than WrestleMania. But WrestleMania, No Mercy is that good because of WrestleMania. So... I got you. That's you wanna... the give and take I'm having there. Uh huh. I saw I go with I saw I go with TLC too. Yeah. No mercy too. Oh, no mercy is has yeah, been no showing mercy. me better than yeah, no WWE two thousand. Same game with extra stuff. <laughs> Pretty much. It definitely is. And that's what this match is too. It's the same match with so much extra stuff. Oh, there we go. Uh, now we got time for people who like old school gimmick battle royal time. 
Mm. Where we get all the classic gimmicks from back in the day. Doink. And they come and do a battle royal. And it's great because they actually put me, Gene, and Bobby the Brain Heat on commentary. So they really make it this old school. So mm-hmm. we have Repo Man, the Gobbly Gooker, Tugboat, Earthquake, Kimchi, Bushwhacker Luke, Jim Cornette. Wow. Druke Drozzy, the Goon, Nikolai Volkov. Bushwhacker Butch, Doink the Clown, Michael Hayes, One Man Gang, who was supposed to be uh, Hakeem the African Dream. Yeah. Uh, Brother <laughs> Love, Sergeant Slaughter, Hillbilly Jim, and the Iron Sheik. Your thoughts on the gimmick battle royal at first? This show is not even in my memory banks. <laughs> at all. I'm sorry. Moxie, your thoughts on the gimmick battle royal? That should have been like something for the pre-show, not the, not the main card. And on top of that, why? You had the Iron Sheik in there, which was obviously he was going to win because it looked like he couldn't even freaking move. But I do, I will say, I do like the post-match when Iron, uh, Sergeant Slaughter locked him in the Cobra Clutch, which I thought was fucking hilarious. I'm trying <laughs> to chop him across the chest and he just locked him in like, fuck that. Choke your yeah. ass out. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like oh. I could throw you over the top rope. I'm gonna choke your ass out. Old guys, you know what I'm saying? Well, Iron Sheik wins the game better. Well, <laughs> it was cool to see some of the old characters again. But if you wasn't really a fan of those kind of characters back in the wrestling back the then, Golden Age, right? Yeah. Yep. If you wasn't really a big fan of those kind of characters back in the day, then you probably wouldn't have liked them. But um, we got another match between. Uh, I thought it was a very underrated match. Is the Undertaker versus Triple H? No holds barred. It 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 that was w- the it, first time at WrestleMania. Right? Yes. yes, it was originally a singles match until Mike Kyoto had to sell for ten minutes and ten. You know, <laughs> he gave him the elbow drop. He gave he gave him the, <clears throat> like for real. But uh, obviously the story was uh, I remember Kane about to throw Stephanie off the roof or off the balcony of uh, inside uh something, uh-huh. and Undertaker uh won this match Triple H because Triple H what was it? He was, Triple H was basically bragging and boasting, saying he's beating everybody. Oh, yeah, there, there is to be. came out, Undertaker came out and said, you ain't never beat me. Uh-huh. And he told him, try me, I'll make you famous. Remember that line back there? I'll make you famous? Yes. Yeah. So, Remember that when you said it to DB? Yeah, so, yeah. He, I'm begging you. <laughs> so, Undertaker, Triple H, after they knock out Mike Kyoto for 10 minutes, they go, start fighting around the ring. Triple H gets, uh, chokes him on the obviously cushion. And Undertaker elbow drops him. He comes back. They, they they break the little announcer table that they have up for the one that Shane broke, and it didn't. That was that was at the beginning of the match. Yeah, it was there. It was at that too. But before you call before you call that uh the choke slam spot and the uh, elbow drop spot, can we say that Triple H knocked the, was hitting the hell out of uh, Undertaker with up them chairs? I lost yes. count how many chair shots because he was tearing his ass up with them chairs. Because he brings it from the down up. He, he brings it around full circle. Like, uh, bah! I agree. So, second best chair shot in the game. Shame, man. Bink! <laughs> John. I hate that chair shot. Yo, it's the best one! He goes, boop! <laughs> That's what we said. That's what we like, so sorry. You be doing anything you can avoid that. That's what so sorry. It's like getting hit with the mini chops in the game. Like, it's just. I, I, it's I the best it. chair shot. There's no better chair shot. So, uh, Undertaker, uh, Trey hit the sledgehammer, but he ends up hitting Triple H with a last ride, which was the finishing move at that time, for you to know. And it was badass Undertaker, right? Yeah, American badass American Undertaker. Badass. And Undertaker picks up, I think this that is. Was number, 
This is number nine. Number nine. Number, number nine. nine at WrestleMania. So, your thoughts on this, the first Undertaker vs. Triple H match? I mean, it was a good brawl. I mean, it got better once the ref got knocked out. Okay. <laughs> I mean, before that, I was like, no, it's a match. Oh, the ref's down. Cool. All right, they fight now. Yay. <laughs> I mean, you knew the sludge was going to come somewhere. Uh-huh. It didn't work. Oh, well. You'd be all right. <laughs> Your thoughts, Moxie, on Undertaker vs. Triple H before we get to our main event? It was one of my favorite. It was one of my favorites because it basically started it started off. Then years later, years later, they repeated it. They repeated it again. They went all out. They got good chemistry with each other, Undertaker and Triple H, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They got good chemistry. I love that sledgehammer spot because, honestly, I thought that was it. When he hoisted it up, and that was like perfect timing. Smack right on the top of his head. Yeah. And then as soon as, Trip, as soon as Undertaker kicks out, you like, holy shit. If somebody can survive that, okay, that means the sledgehammer don't really impact nobody like that. But I liked it. Who knew years later, a F5? Both by, by three, three, three F5s, knock his ass out. One, two, three, so. Three. So it's time for the main event, and probably one of the best video packages ever. Should have did three together. categories then. Uh, it was <laughs> my way by Bissage, The returning Stone Cold comes back and wins the World Rumble. The Rock beats Kurt Angle at No Way Out. Now we have The Rock versus Austin Part Two. Hold on, before we get into this, can I just say this is pretty much is just is just on the regards of Stone Cold's return. Okay. Stone Cold should have won that feud at No Way Out versus Triple H. He should have won that. I just wanted to say that. Oh, he did. He should have won over to I. 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 Uh, I. I, I mix feelings about that. To be honest with you, I. I, I don't know, but I, I, we gotta we, we gotta have another time. We can yeah, talk we'll about it. That that's fine. Stone Cold versus The Rock Part Two. First of all, is anybody excited to see Stone Cold versus The Rock Part Two? Yeah, I wasn't. You wasn't? No. Explain. I mean. I had been through it already. I wasn't. I wasn't that excited. Well, The Rock is in a bigger place than he was. He's at the. He's the number one man in the company now than he was back when in, in 1999. And uh, Stone Cold is coming back, and he's number one. They fight for number one in the company right, right now. But I was enjoying his time. Rock's time with Kurt Angle. Well, I really was. <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, there, there could be arguments made that the. You know, the Rock and Kurt Angle feud should have, you know, went along. I he mean, just lost the championship. I'm now. not saying Rock and Stone Cold didn't have. That wasn't even a feud. I need another word for what they had, man. Yeah. Like, All right. 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 That, yeah, that was real rivalry. That was real rivalry. But at that point, I was enjoying the Rock's things with Kurt Angle and all the promos and spots that they was going through. Like, that was a lot of fun for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, we're back to the Rock Stone Cold thing again. There's other people he can feud with before we get here. Okay, so, uh, okay. but, uh, well, like I said, the, the match is a no disqualification match, and they really do show it. The, both of the guys juice up. Well, I'm, now I mean by still with them, bleeding. <laughs> uh, still, cheer comes to mix the rock and sell a stunner for miles and years to come. Wait, just for, is this the one when he did the ultra flipping stunner? When he, like, got stunned and pushed himself up yeah, higher? Yeah, Is that one? Yeah. Alright, that's the best stunner in the world. <laughs> and, and nice my, flash. My childhood self, I was like, there's no way you can walk after that move. You know how much work it takes for you to bounce and propel yourself back up through the sky? Yeah, well, he, he did it. He did a whole backflip. The right. whole backflip. He bounced off the corner buckle and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, so, after that happened, Stone Cold uh, gets a chair and Vince McMahon walks down. 
And he's like, why is Mr. Man walking down here? Same question I asked. And you know why? Because there was really nothing that led to him walking down. Not one thing. Not one thing. And then as uh, Stone Cold and Rock have another exchange with the chair, and the Rock catches him in the rock bottom, and everything, and then Vince seems like to distract the referee, right? Vince distract the referee? No. What happened on that one? Um, what happened was uh, Vince got involved after The Rock dropped the uh, people's elbow and was basically about to win. He pulled The Rock out. Yeah. And The Rock pretty much run around and chased him around the ring. That's when The Rock ran into the, I think it was The Rock Bottom. I think. That's when he, yeah, he ran into a rock bottom. That's what happened. Okay, yeah, all right. So, yeah, oh, that's right. Stone Cold stole The Rock's move. Uh, didn't look as good. No, no, it like, did not. It like a bookie. <laughs> yes. So. All the times that Rock Stone stole the stunner. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. just saying, hey, don't worry, don't we get that in another two years at part three <laughs> of that match. But uh so then Stone Cold gets handed the chair for Mr. Man and the first time I seen this, it didn't end with no stunner. He is wailing on the rock with these chair shots. He sold the hell out of them chair I mean he shots. just he just is getting him in the back and he's taking him and he's stabbing him in the stomach and the knees and he goes back to wailing him and then finally he just like wears his ass out with a chair and then goes and pins him for the one, two, three. Stone Cold is your new WWF champion and one of the scenes that actually made my heart sink when I first seen it. See Vince and Stone Cold was together. Shook hands and, and it, it just was like I can't believe that just happened. Yes. I cannot believe that that just happened. I'm sitting there watching like like I was really like like it felt like one of my relatives died. It, it, I felt that sinking in my heart like mm-hmm. I've watched Stone Cold since 98. But this is exactly. getting us to little things like Kurt Angle and the tiny cowboy hat. Yeah, and him crying on the bridge. Yeah, I, I got it. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to go and tell you worse they do. That probably be what's best of business show. No so, uh, um, your thoughts on the main event and Austin going heel? It's more of the finish than anything else. Grant, I'm not saying it was a bad match or anything else, but for me, the ending of that match overshadowed the entire match for me. Okay. Because it was like, all right, yo, they going at it. Damn, that was the hardest stunner in the world. Yo, he hit him with a lot. Why is it's just like you said? Why is Vince here? Mm. You think that Vince oh, killed that moment? Oh, corporation! Listen, all right, cool. I got you. I know. I remember this. All right. Wait, is he screwing over the rock? Why? Why? <laughs> it's the ultimate why moment, and then he just wins, and you're just like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> like, like going to school the next day is like. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> it just it just left you like I when does Raw come on? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what? No, wait, this is gonna be real. When does Warzone start? <laughs> oh, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It just it left me with too many questions. It just overshadows the entire match. Okay. Moxie, you, your thoughts on the uh main event? I liked it. I just didn't like Stone Cold turning the heel because I was a fan of both of them. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like once I seen Vince McMahon, seen, once I seen Vince come down, I autom- I thought about it. I was like, damn, this is from WrestleMania, from WrestleMania, he's going to screw him again. And sure behold, that's what happens. But he beat the hell out of Rock with that damn shit. I'm, 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 on the bright side, we got um, Stone Cold's rap song. I didn't like that song. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't like that song. Uh, I enjoyed the match. I know this was the best out of the series of three. That they had from 15, 17, and 19. Yeah. I know this was the best one. Yeah, yeah. The this promo was, package, too. Yeah, uh, like I said, the, the package was great. The, the match was great. 
Uh, them stealing each other's finishing move was great. The hardcore, uh, the no disqualification element to it was great. Them chair shots was vicious. The Vincent Man thing, looking back at it now, was a great swerve. But when, at that age, I was just very, very pissed by it. Yeah. But that was WrestleMania X7 in a nutshell. So, what do you guys rate it? And now I want to see why y'all put it as a great WrestleMania because I got everybody's comments from these matches. And from hearing everybody's comments, it does not seem like the greatest WrestleMania. But what do you rate it? At I the, think people see it as the greatest WrestleMania because it was so iconic on multiple different levels. From the heel turn and TLC2, that hardcore match, and not China. Like, <laughs> Phil, I mean, I don't know shit of the WrestleMania moment for real outside that, though, did she? No. No. Okay, so maybe for her having her own WrestleMania moment, I'll just throw it in there. Like, I feel like so much happened. It it really gives you what WrestleMania is supposed to do when everything begins again. Well, that was, that was 20. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but no. Yeah, that's 20. It's in the future. But with that being said, that was it's an iconic moment of everything ending and beginning again. Beginning anew. Yeah. Like that, it gave a really transition point. It felt like a transition on WrestleMania. Moxie, your thoughts on it? <laughs> now, you came, you came on... And said this is the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Yes. So let's hear why. What's your final grade for it? And what's you still giving final grade? And what's your final grade? For oh, it? I give it a B plus. B plus. I'm giving it an A because that's this stood like I said. This stood out as the greatest WrestleMania for me as me coming up because you had the aspect, you had the as, you had the atmosphere of you had like you said, you had the swerve with Stone Cold at the end. You had the tag team. You had pretty much you had a rematch with the tag team, so pretty much they upped the ante with that. You had Undertaker and Triple H, which was an underrated match, but when you look back at it, that was a real good ass match. You had Undertaker. Um, oh shit! You had Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle. They put on a great match. Then you had Kane. What was it? Kane Raven and Big Show. Uh, Big Show. Show. Yeah. They did. They did better than they did. They pretty much they stepped it up. Pretty much, it was in my opinion. It stepped. It stepped up from from the previous WrestleMania, from WrestleMania 16. That's why I say. It's, that's why I'm saying is that. It was your final grade. Your final grade is an A on it. Yes. Now you said a B. It's on the same level as WrestleMania 2000. Yeah. For me. Mm-hmm. For me personally. Yes. Do you look at it as the greatest WrestleMania of all time? I can't say yes, but I don't want to say no because if I say no, then the next answer is what is, right? No, well, I mean, there is all pain. There, there are about two, maybe three WrestleManias that people have talked about that they feel as though is better mm-hmm. than WrestleMania 17. I'm not going to say it's the greatest one, but I can't answer you at this moment and tell you what's the greatest one. I understand that. Uh, how I look at it is... Everybody says it's the greatest one because you know what's going right. Easy to say, but it's the end of the Attitude Era. Then somebody feels that this is the actual end of the Attitude Era right here at this WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and we're going over to a whole new generation of WCW and ECW talent going to be on the main roster. And I look at WrestleMania 17 like the Thriller album. Mm-hmm. I look at it like oh. WrestleMania 17, and because one of my favorites was WrestleMania 19. I look, at Russ, I look at WrestleMania 17 as a thriller album, and I look at WrestleMania 19 as the bad album. Now, on paper, the bad album is better than thriller. 
but Thriller sold more. Thriller is the one, the, the best-selling album of all time, and Thriller has those hits on it. It's like, oh, okay, it's pretty good. But Bad had six number one singles on that album, and for an album to have six number ones, the Thriller had uh six or seven top 20 or top 10 songs mm-hmm. but they all weren't number one so i look at it like on paper with everything 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 you wrote bad is obviously the better crafted album mm-hmm. it just didn't sell more as thriller did that's how i look at wrestlemania 17 and wrestlemania 19 i thought wrestlemania 19 had the better card mm-hmm. where all the matches were just great sean and jericho yeah. Rock Austin three, Kurt and Lesnar, even Hogan and and, and, and Ho- Hogan events, even even the finish with ass Booker T and uh, Triple H. Triple H, Matt Hardy and Rey Mysterio was even a good cruiserweight. They even shot me on the handcuff. They had a better stature of matches than because I'm when we sit here reviewing it, the six man tag wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. The hardcore was uh oh, was was better than we thought it was. Y'all y'all be fast forward past a girl versus Tess. Kurt Angle versus Chris Wild was pretty good. Nobody cared about China versus Ivory. Shane Man versus Missing Man was just like, you know, was done with a spot fest. Nobody cared about the battle royal. So it's like, for it to be great, everything wasn't great on that card. Mm-hmm. But we just call it great because everybody's accustomed to calling it great. That's why I said it's a transitional WrestleMania. That's why it's on the AB. Yeah. I mean, for you, I, I get what you're saying, but it, me personally, I, I'm actually, I'm giving it an A minus. Okay. I'm giving it an A minus. And I, I still tuck for it, but I still dub this as yes. I don't think it's the greatest pay per view of mm. all time. I still think it's like my one A to my one B because I really like WrestleMania 19. Mm-hmm. And if it comes to the match quality of WrestleMania 19, WrestleMania 19 was the better card, and it showed that I can we can have a great WrestleMania. We don't have to you know do all the shit that spot fest spot fest basically. And stuff like that. That's what it did for me. Because there was not one gimmick style match on WrestleMania 19. I was like, I'm going to hate this show because every match is like a singles or a tag team or a one-on-one. There's no type of hardcore. I, I, in my personal opinion, at a WrestleMania, you have to have something for every single fan. Mm-hmm. You got to have something for the technical fans. You got something for storytelling. And you got to have like a gimmick style kind of matchup. At least one or two at WrestleMania. That's why I like when they have like a, a, a hardcore and then they have a ladder. Type man, you know, say the mix and stuff look like that. But this one was just like, hey, we can do it. And it was like, damn, this is a damn good WrestleMania. So it's an A minus for me. But you, people out there, you let us know how did you guys like WrestleMania 17 and Q Flow when you see WrestleMania 17, you let us know. I will let you guys know. How would you guys like it? And then make sure you guys stay tuned for you know all the what's best of business and all the other previews coming up each of WrestleMania a day. So make sure you guys check out coming up tomorrow is Icon versus Icon. The Rock versus Hulk Hogan with my hopefully special guest BSP Wrestling Podcast. So uh, stay tuned for all that great stuff. So guys, once again, I am your host, Mr. A&D, and I'm here with the hard off from the Soul Track Enterprise Quattro. And the Lunatic Friends, J.D. Moxie. Take it easy, guys. And Q-Flow, Flow the Rookie. See you later. Make sure, guys, make sure you guys keep it retro. Do not ever forget about the old school. And we'll see you tomorrow at WrestleMania 18. Yo, no 
everybody come and gather round It's time to take a listen Swag on zero A&E, it's the coalition We talking comics both Marvel and DC The factory at Vids and the WWE Anime too, what a surprise If you digging what I'm saying, go and like and subscribe It's the coalition The Nerd Coalition Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do.